Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. And joining me... You may have heard of her as Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital, Katie Atkinson. Hi. Oh, hey. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. Um, well, today on the show, we have must-hear music with uh, the other Deputy Editor Digital, My Joe counterpart, Lynch. Joe Lynch. Um, Joe and the team will be talking about some new music that we'll tell you all about in a second. But first, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. And of course, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, Fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Now, today on Muster Music, uh, they'll be chatting about uh, Anderson, new music from Anderson Pac, mm-hmm. uh Leon Bridges, mm-hmm. and uh, some of your favorite tunes. Oh, a little song called Kitty Girl by RuPaul, featuring yeah. the top four from Drag Race All-Stars 3. You're a big All-Stars 3, Drag Race All-Stars watcher? Literally have never seen it before. <laughs> But I have been reading a lot about it. I know it was a controversial finale, it, and I know Trixie came out on top. It was a shocking finale. <laughs> um, I actually watched the finale, and there's a big, um, there's a big uh, show-stopping sort of number at the end of the mm. the episode uh, where they take RuPaul's song "Kitty Girl" and they each add their own sort of verse to it. Okay, um, and that that's available now for you to enjoy. Um, um, but first, before we get started, before we get into the must-hear music, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes, tell a friend, uh, spread the good word. Um, and if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, you could always visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Uh, you feel like we should get into it now with the must-hear? It's time for must-hear music. Yay! Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Um, wow. Before we start, I want to give a shout out to uh, Z Machine, whose EP Woo! is out right now. Go pick it up on iTunes. Uh, he is a longtime listener and is a wonderful human and yeah. has a lovely voice, too. We That's had the pleasure nice. of meeting him, but uh, Jason did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But shout out to that guy. Cause, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He seemed like a cool guy. Indeed. He is. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so shout out to him. Um, all right. Let's do, uh, let's do our first pick. So I guess let's start with uh, Jason. So Jason, we have two wow. songs from Jason. Ooh-hoo. Same artist. Uh, you know, I like to, yeah, it's called The Double Dip. As The a, Double Dip, you know, <laughs> yeah. We needed, like, a graphic, like, the must-hear music. The must-hear music double dip, and, like, the crunch sound, like. Oh, no. No, no. No, I did not like that. All right, I want to do it again, then. Yeah, so let's. So Leon Bridges, the two songs are Bet It Ain't Worth the Hand, or Bet Ain't Worth the Hand, as in, like, cards, and Bad, Bad News. As in cards. Um as in the limb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um 
And uh, <laughs> that's really funny for for some reason. Um, okay, so Leon Bridges is back. Uh, he has a new his second album coming out. I wanted to see what you guys thought of these two songs. So I I've heard the album. I think that what's intrig what's intriguing to me about this is like I thought Leon's first album was like very solid. Um, best way to, to kind of describe it is that my dad loves it. And like the first one you're saying, yeah, okay. I too love the first one. Well, yeah, Are you, yes, dad. Yeah. <laughs> dad? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's my dad loves it in the sense it's like a very, it's like a throwback soul. Um, it's like very he like he was like, oh, this is like how they used to make music. Yeah, he didn't yeah. actually say that, right. but like right. that's definitely how he thinks about it. And uh, this second album is definitely more contemporary. Um. These two songs, I don't think... I think they're good. I think that, like, they definitely... You get the feel of the production for the rest of the album. He worked with Ricky Reed on this album, who, you know, has done everything from, like, 21 Pilots to Megan Trainer and Yeah, got, that guy's on everything. He's on everything. And uh, the best way to kind of describe his production style, if he has one, even though he's kind of so wide-ranging, is he does a good job of... of pairing things down to like their their most vital elements i feel like like if you think about like megan trainer's first album versus her second album like the beat like the production on the second album is like very like there's like one big element to each of the production on that and it's it's kind of the same with this it's like there's something that really stands out even though there's multiple instruments going on um I like that you chose Megan Trainer. Yeah, as why not? Example. That yeah. whole time I got distracted wondering where Twenty One Pilots are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've been they're uh-huh. you know they've been quite flying well. around. Some would say. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. But, <laughs> my God. I think that joke crash landed. <laughs> warp, warp. Wow. Um, so Leon Bridges, what's intriguing to me is that like I think there's like a chance this album's a huge deal, and the reason I say that is because. He has sort of a similar trajectory as an Adele, where it's just like someone who's like, uh, Joe's giving me like, wait a minute, uh, wait, how does that? Yeah, this, I'm not, I'm already not buying this. Okay, <laughs> continue. Very talented, like classically stylized mm-hmm. soul singer whose first album like did well to kind of introduce the sound and the aesthetic, but the second album is much more like radio friendly okay mm-hmm. that's fair thank you <laughs> so i'm not saying that this album is going to send sell 10 million copy copies but right. like do i think that th- like this album could be a big deal this year yes i absolutely do mm-hmm. i think that like it checks off a lot of different boxes for a lot of different demographics yeah he's a great live performer um and yeah i'm just curious as to what you guys think of it I think it's crazy that Jason's saying it's going to sell 10 million copies. <laughs> I think that's just, there's no way. Yeah. Um, I, I love these, both of these songs. I think I loved um, Bet Ain't Worth the Hand probably more. Um, and I was very surprised because I, kind of what you're saying, but on the opposite side with your dad, like I thought the first album was very snoozy and just like way too Ooh, familiar my dad's not gonna like that don't don't let your dad know and if he's listening i'm, I'm really sorry <laughs> my dad's <laughs> sitting to your right right now I'm right ah. here. <laughs> um yeah it was just like stuff that like you know like a million people have done before it was he was good at it i was just like i don't need this whatever 
Um, this is like <laughs> hey, well, other people did need it. <laughs> I don't need this. Whatever. Well, if you're going to like redo something that a million people have done, like bring some like energy or spunk to sure. it. And I felt like there wasn't that. Um, these songs are honestly like incredible. Like the production is gorgeous. Um, there's this like on uh, betting worth the hand. There's like you know these strings that you don't hear. Um, mm. but I would still say it's throwback ish. Like because you know like strings with R and B music. Very prominent in the seventies. You don't really hear that too much. Yeah. Um. You know, Alicia Keys will play around with it now and again. Um. But it's just like kind of a, a gorgeous, like shimmery sound. Um. But also, you know, and then Bad Bad News is like, um, is actually interesting. Like it's it's a hot soul song with a lot of like jazz flourishes. Like yeah. just the uh, arrangement is super jazzy, and that's something that you just don't hear that much of. And it's done very well, and it's exciting. So cool. I'm like genuinely excited for a Leon Bridges album, which I was not expecting. Yeah. What what about you, Linz? I I think I like Bad Bad News better of the two, um, for no particular reason. Yeah, but well, you're kind of a jazz beatnik type. So as, yes, as you only say. you do only wear black. This is true. Um, most days. That's the only connection I can make. You play <laughs> the bongo drums. How do you know? And that? you call people daddyo. So oof. All right. Yeah. Um, two truths and a lie there, but yeah. So that's my favorite of the two. I'm definitely excited to hear the album. But as someone who did love the first one. I feel like there's a bit of hesitation for me with the second one just because, I mean, Jason can probably speak to this more, but I don't want him to lose too much of what he did because that is what made him kind of special. Yeah. So, you want him to stay boring, is what you're thinking. I love boring people, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Most fascinating. I think, no, I, I think that he does a good job of, I, I'm really excited about this album because he does a good job What's of. What's called, do we know? Um, I know the title's when out is it there, out? But, um, I don't want to say. <laughs> what's his, what's reveal, his middle name? I don't. Re- <laughs> yeah. What's his social security number? I'll, I'll look up what. What's How tall is he? Do you know? Um, guys, everybody, calm down. Waistline. Uh, good thing is, good thing is the he has album. Great fashion. Um, yeah, dress as well. Mm-hmm. It looks like it comes out on May fourth. Great. Um. So, I think he. I think it does a good job of kind of towing the line between his kind of classic sensibility and and something a little bit more modern sounding there's a song on there like the best way to describe it um there's a song on there that kind of reminds me of like year of the gentleman era neo like closer slash miss independent um i don't want to say what song it is but that song i'm very excited about so all right. Cool. Um, well, let's listen to uh, "Betting Worth the Hand" from Leon Bridges, and uh, here it is. All right, that was New Leon Bridges. Um, I'm glad you chose that because, you know, just given the political situation, I think these days we need Leon Bridges, not Leon Walls. Oh. Um, and songs, yep. songs, <laughs> songs about cards as well. <laughs> yes. Simply about cards. You know, cards. Um, okay, let's do a Lindsay pick. So let's do uh, Anderson Pock Till It's Over yes. is the new song from that gentleman. Indeed it is. So uh, you picked this. What do you have to say about it? So um, it came out with a HomePod commercial. Is that what they're calling it? A HomePod? Yep. Cool. Um, 
So it was. You really are. <laughs> that is exactly what my dad would say. It's awesome. What is this? What is this? <laughs> In my day, I can't keep up. Um, from the Macintosh computer people. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So it came out with a commercial for that which was directed by Spike Jones. It was really colorful, and FKA Twigs was in it, which was super cool because for anyone familiar with her who has seen her live, she's a little more, like, dark and reserved to herself, and here she's, like, so bubbly and fun and in a different element. So I think that... That's what our pets will do to you, you know? (laughs) Like, it's just... He's a game changer. Uh, um, So I think that helped sell me on the song originally, but I've listened to it a lot since, and it's just super catchy. I'm a big fan of Anderson Pox, so... I'm happy that there's something new out here. Um, and yeah, I like the twinkling keys. There's like wonky production in the middle that sounds like someone is taking a like a control and just sliding it up and down really fast. Um, and I think the storyline he's kind of telling is cool too. It's almost like, at least my interpretation, is that he's making the best of short time, which is actually what he says, and like proving that you can make something special regardless of the timeline that it's on. Um, Wait, what does that mean? Like, did he not so have like, a long time to make the song? No, in terms of the lyrics. Like, it seems oh, like he's okay. talking about a pretty, like, short-lived relationship that oh, he almost knows has an expiration date. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's going to ride it out till it's over and, like, make the most of it anyway. Super romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is. There's nothing more romantic than that. Uh, yep. This is good for now. Yeah. That's, totally. It's a really <laughs> sweet sentiment. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh yeah, I like this. And I, you know, I have to say, like, I always like him, but sometimes I'll listen to, like, his music and I'll be like, oh, I wish he kind of, like, pushed it a little further, like, in an experimental way. And, like, that, this does that yeah, for this me. Is like, definitely that. with the looping and chopping, um, mm-hmm. it's very just interesting and incredible. So I'm, like, I'm very into this song yeah. and, like, super excited for what's next. I mean, he's, he is great. And I feel like he's got, like, a, a future that's just going to, like, get more interesting. I hope so, yeah. See, I I actually don't love experimental Anderson Pock. Ooh. Yeah, and I like kind of more like the dance floor stuff. Like, am I wrong? Um, I think you are wrong. <laughs> don't laugh, that was, guys. That was Come good, on, though. that's a good one. No, I can't. I can't agree. Um, so yeah, I, I I it's it's great to hear him. I don't think this this one is the one that I'll return to a lot. But yeah. I doubt it'll be on the album if yeah. I had to guess. Just see, oh, I hope it, so. it seems like a perfect little like Lucy. Like it's like, ah, you know what? Here I am again. You know? Just a juicy Lucy. Yeah. As they say. Yep. That's my thing. Um All right, let's uh let's listen to it though. So it's Anderson Pock. The song is called Till It's Over, and it's from a home pod commercial. Would you run and find another life to imitate? It's important that we make the best of short time. You can never be my one and only anyway. I'm about it to the soul. All right, that was new Anderson Pac. Uh Next up, let's talk about, uh, let's do a Joe pick. Um, do the right one. I'm doing Troy Sivan. Is that the right one? No. Oh, I'm saving the best for last. Okay, fine. Um, so Troy Sivan, uh, new song Strawberries and Cigarette from the Love, Simon soundtrack. Um, I have not seen Love, Simon. Our colleague Patrick saw it Neither. and said it was lovely. Um, but yeah, so this, this is a Troy Sivan song. Um, yes, it is. Sure. Is. I do not believe it will be. Actually, I know it won't be on his upcoming album. Uh, 
he uh, is obviously had My 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 earlier this year, which is still one of my favorite songs of 2018. Yeah. Uh, this is just kind of like a little one-off soundtrack thing. Uh, it's actually a leftover from the Blue Neighborhood sessions, and it kind of sounds like it. Like, it doesn't sound like the last two songs he released. It's a little more throwbackish for him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Blue Neighborhood's a great album, and, you know, this honestly, if this had been on the album, like, it would have been, uh, maybe not a highlight, but just, I would say, every bit as good as, it's you know. It's pleasant. It's pleasant, yeah, yeah. it's good. Definitely pleasant. Um, it's not, like, pushing things forward, but, like, it's very pretty mm-hmm. and very sweet and nice. Um, <laughs> so sweet, sweet and so nice. nice. <laughs> um, and Strawberries and Cigarettes, great song title. Um, yeah, it is a little compelling. And the I other guess. thing that I was just thinking of is, uh, so, you know, Love, Simon is kind of like, basically it's like the queer version of these kind of like middle of the road teen flicks um, mm-hmm. that have become popular in the last like five-ish years. Um, and that reminded me that he did the Fault in Our Stars song, which I totally forgot about. And like, Kudos to him Wait, for like Troy did? Yeah. Didn't he sing that? That was Boom Clap by the artist Charlie X. <laughs> no, that's He may have been on that soundtrack. He was on the soundtrack. I think he had the titular song. Let me see. Huh. Fault in our stars. All right, you I'm, I'm looking up, but you guys uh That's it. <laughs> do you want me to just sing the Faults in Our Stars? You you guys you guys talk about the song. Well, uh it's nice to just have any kind of choice of on. I, I do <clears> think that this is like a leftover or it kind of yeah. sounds like it but like that's cool yeah unleash the choice of on leftovers <laughs> that's all i got i mean my yeah it's pleasant as i said yeah um, sweet and nice exactly mm-hmm. um i i mean i do like the specifics of like the like scent or taste of strawberry and cigarettes like it's yeah. something very like it's good imagery i guess Provocative. yeah um so that's cool <laughs> shout out to imagery yeah i mean i i think that if you compare it to his troy savant's smash single boom clap from the faults in our star <laughs> soundtrack it's not quite there but um yeah i i'm i found it the yes fault in our stars is that actually a song? He has oh, a song, cool. The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Cool. From I've the never, movie, though? I don't know. if I never saw the movie. I don't know. If I did. I yeah. cried. Great movie. Um, <laughs> I have no idea if it was in the film, though. Okay. But yes. I think the film's based on it. This has been um, very revealing. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's All right. Hear let's, let's, hear let's hear it. <laughs> that, yeah, that derailed. Um, anyway, Strawberries and Cigarettes, Trace of On. Strawberries and Cigarettes Always taste like you Headlights on me Racing through 16 I've been a fool Strawberries and cigarettes Always taste like Blue eyes, black jeans Light eyes and candy I've been a fool Strawberries and cigarettes Always taste like you Alright, that was New Troy. Um, <laughs> I like how anytime I'm just making up a song, I just sing the title of it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. The fault yeah. in our stuff. I do like to sing everything. Yeah, you've to... been singing on a lot of these lately. Yeah, I know. What can I say? Yeah. You're doing too much karaoke, I think. I think that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. What's next, Joe? All right. Uh, next up, uh, another Lindsay. Yep. So Courtney Barnett, Courtney. need a little time. Woo-hoo. Courtney's back. She's back, minus, everybody. Minus uh, Kurt Vile. Yep. So they had that album last Courtney year. Courtney minus Kurt. Courtney minus Kurt. Um, so you pick this. What do you What do you say about it? 
I am a huge Courtney Barnett fan. No surprise there. No surprise. At all. Um, so this is the second single off an upcoming album out May 18th called Tell Me How You Really Feel. Um, but yeah, I think this I'm song is... tired. What? Nothing. I'm doing the same. Steve, you said tell me how you really feel. And oh, then and I'm, you answered? Yeah, I know. Just oh, slap me. Come on. Uh, like, what am I doing? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Move on. Please. Yeah, time to move on. Um, Forgive me. I'm sorry to hear that you're tired. Yeah. Though, truly. But so, yeah, I think this is an interesting song in that it's a perspective that you don't often hear from a woman, I think. Um, she almost like flips the narrative where she's the one being like, I need time off or like, um, I'm blanking on some of the other lyrics that really stood out to me. But I just think you it's... You don't have the song memorized? <sighs> no, not yet. You, wait, you showed up for this podcast and you didn't memorize all of the lyrics for I this song. Hey, but I was the first Lindsay. one here, you guys. So Ugh. What do you think? I, why do you think I was late? <laughs> you memorized the fault in our Barnett. stars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fault in our stars. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty nice. It's getting oh, better. It's the, um, whole, uh, the whole song. Anyway. Yeah, but so I, she does flip the narrative here in an interesting way. And I'm always for female singers sort of doing that in their music um, and just like giving a perspective that you don't often hear. So I think that's really cool. Um, and the chorus, too. It's interesting. Like she almost singles out the individual. She says something like, I need a little time for like for me. And then eventually says, and from you. Um, and then at the end, it goes. Do you think it's about Kurt Vile? 100%. She's so sick yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, what if it was just, what if like halfway through it just became like a full-blown Kurt Vile diss track? And it's it like, is. Cut your hair, Kurt. <laughs> Get away from me. It's the B-side, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think this is a really awesome track and she sounds great as she always does. Yeah, I mean, I I like it. I have to say I'm still like with the, the stuff she's done recently a part of me misses like the punch of pedestrian at best like That's that just fair. had such a like like energy to it that yeah. like the rest the new stuff i mean it's not as like i would say lackadaisical as the kurt vile album she did yeah. a lot of sea lice um but it's good no it's good though i like it like it's got some good 90s slacker vibes mm-hmm. um it's she sounds great like the guitars sound really good I'm, i like it yeah, yeah i'm right i'm right there with joe it's just like i it I, I respect that that's not the place she's in anymore mm-hmm. to be, and um, I'm excited for this album to come out. But yeah, just uh, I, I miss the kind of like the the snarl of some of her yeah. older music. That's fair. I mean, that's like what makes that first album so special, though. Yeah. It's like so like of a certain time, I think. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's possible people would be saying that like they didn't want that again if she did more of the same, but. So you're Who saying knows? damned if you do, damned if you don't. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, Courtney Barnett's song is called Need a Little Time. That was Courtney. Uh, I saved the best for last. Yeah, you did. I am so excited to talk about this. So uh, <clears throat> the song is RuPaul's Kitty Girl. It's the new version um, of a song RuPaul released from 2017, and it features the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 3, 
which is Kennedy Davenport, Bibi Sahara Benet, Shangela, and Trixie Mattel. So just a little... Didn't Trixie just win? Yes, Trixie did just win. Shout out to Trixie. So yeah, Mm -hmm. so basically the last two seasons of All Stars, um, the last episode has featured the top four queens uh, re-recording a RuPaul song and like writing their own verses to it, and then like they release it after the finale premieres. Mm -hmm. So this just came out like today, basically. This podcast was recorded. The day after the finale. Um, Yeah, and, and the episode was awesome. Basically, they filmed this music video... Um, in one continuous take, so Ooh. it's like a five-minute, you know, crazy stunts, shenanigans, buffoonery. Um, so much buffoonery. So much buffoonery. Um, <laughs> but the song itself is is like a really like obscenely like positive, high energy like dance pop I tune. I need to go dancing to this. Song. Um, I think it's really fun. They added their verses. Uh, Kennedy sings on it. I didn't know she could sing this well. Uh, Shangela, it sounds great. Trixie Mattel is hilarious. Um, but the kind of the reason I wanted to, I mean, one, I'm, I am obsessed. I'm genuinely obsessed with this I, song. I cannot tell though. It's so weird. But yeah, I, was, re- I am surprised <laughs> by that fact. I didn't even know that you but, watched it. Yeah. yeah. Part of the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I don't know if you've seen these memes on Twitter, but they'll take like a screenshot from like Drag Race or like a World of Wonder YouTube series and then the caption is like, imagine being a straight person and trying to make sense of this. So I wanted to have two straight people who do not watch RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> listen to this song and try to make sense of it. So I want to know, what, what, what what's that like? <laughs> it's something, man. It's something. Well, the funny thing is that um, I guess a little over, a little under a year ago, I... Um, Tried out. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I guess you can't tell without the makeup, but <laughs> I am Trixie Mattel. Like I, after all this time, oh, Joe, wow. I didn't think you recognized me. Um, no, I. But I, um, I was at, uh, I was in San Francisco, and we went um, with a with my wife and a bunch of friends, and uh, we um, we ended up at a gay bar and um, in the Castro. Yeah, yeah, I actually, was just yeah. There. Um, oh, really? Maybe yeah. we went to the same gay bar. Maybe. Um, but they put on, like, they were playing amazing pop music, mm-hmm. as all, like, most gay bars do. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Sissy That Walk came on. Oh, I love that song. And they, yeah. it, was, it was a bar where they had, like, the music videos on. Like, Ooh, they had video I screens. love when they do that, too. So j- people just lost their shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, e- like, it was, it was like... It went from like something that they weren't that into. Like I think like Shape of You was playing Ugh, as like a, yeah. and it was like everyone was like, ah, oh, what's this? And then it went to Sissy That Walk, and everyone was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> it was like it was like a like a football tailgate. Like yeah. it was like chest thumping, like yeah, Sissy That Walk. So anyway, um, long story short, I appreciate like. <laughs> I appreciate how fun this music is. Like, and when I say this music, I mean like RuPaul's music. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is kind of along the same lines. It like brought me right back to like that kind of enthusiasm. And uh, yeah, it's 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 very fun. It's like very silly, but yes, <laughs> look, I'm one for silliness, as you guys can probably yeah. tell by now. Lindsay, I it, love it. Wait, I mean, really? Yeah, I love oh, this I'm song. Glad. It's. I mean, how can you not? Like, I truly have a hard time imagining someone being like, no. It's so Turn catchy. That off. <laughs> There's no way. It's so catchy. It's like empowering in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I said earlier, like I want to go dancing to this song. It's that it just has done. like a great beat to it. I 
I said, like, I don't know. I got caught up in it to the point where I didn't realize they're all switching verses even mm-hmm. at a certain point. And I was like, whoa, it's over. Um, yeah, it's a quick one. It's yeah. like three minutes. I could see it soundtracking like a 90s teen end credits movie, like coming on as they're all mm-hmm. like dancing around. Dancing the end. Yeah. You like know? the credits are rolling. Like and with still like dancing. a young Lindsay Lohan or something. Yeah. That's yeah, just. I wish. <laughs> I yeah. Know. But um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, let's just turn the podcast off and go watch Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Wow. I was actually thinking of oh, um, Freaky terrible. Friday. No. What's the one where the Barbie doll comes to life? Oh, life Says. Yeah. Banks. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a weird that's a one. That's a great one. We watched that when I was at Fuse. Like we had like. Uh, like it was like a holiday. It was like right before Christmas, and we were just like, "Let's watch a movie." And everyone was like, "Let's watch Life Size." For some reason, I don't know why. It's a great film. But we were all in, and it was everyone great. in unison bright, with no context just said Life Size. Star. It's always wow. in my head. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Life Size. Yeah. yeah. Life Size. Were you a big fan of that? Actually, I know it's just one of those things that it's like that is forever in my head. Yeah. Huh. Well, wonderful, wow. wonderful world of Disney. When they had Such a on. Disney kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You remember that? Every Sunday night they had like original movies. Yes, I do was, remember that. It was, was amazing. That was yeah, a fantastic was, time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they still. This is the most <laughs> passion I've ever seen, Liz- Lindsay. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> it was a fantastic time. No one could tell me otherwise. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was good. It was great. Wait, was. Never mind. We've talked enough about this. Okay. Um, All right. Let's listen to it. RuPaul featuring uh, All Stars 3 cast. Song is called Kitty Girl. RuPaul. Can and, I ask, uh, wait, so how is it All Stars 3? Like, there's only been three seasons? Yes, you're, you're right. I should have, let's back it up. I should have explained How could you that. not clarify? So, so these are the All Stars, so, oh, so there's been a, a million seasons, but this is the only Season 10 third. is coming out oh. soon, March 22nd, um, and so there's been nine seasons, and then they take fan favorites from those seasons, and then they compete on All Stars. Oh. Okay. So there's been three all-stars, and now we're going into season 10 of the regular show. But are you sad that it's going to be back to, like, the regular people? No, I love it when it's – I love, like, getting to know the new queens. And actually, like, I've seen a lot of – because I think there's four or five New York ones. I think I've seen all of them in person. I've, I've talked to one of them before, and she's awesome. Um, it's actually weird. I ran into one of them in full drag at the New York City Ballet. So – that was odd. Oh yeah, um, you told me about that. But yeah, <laughs> all right. So, uh, so yeah, <laughs> guys, thank you wow. for uh, indulging me in my that was great my RuPaul was really fanaticism. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll I guess we'll do this again at some point in the future. Yeah, Jack is White is out coming next Friday. Up? Oh, is it out next Friday? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll definitely do Jack White. Then. Oh wow, all Jack wait. White episode. All Jack White down. episode. Jack yeah. White appreciation. We could talk about. Um, you know, White Stripes. The Rock on Tours. The Dead, dead Web. The Dead Web, excuse me. Yeah. Dead if you're a real web. fan, you call him Dead Web. Or just Web. Well, what did you think? Let me ask you about Jack White's little comment in, I forget what who he was talking to, where he was like, on the... you could argue that the White Stripes was solo Jack White. That was a little, a little Wait, insulting. Was that in right? his new cover story? 
Or is that like an uh, old I don't know. Thing? It was in some oh. interview. I think it was in the cover story. I mean, it's a little mean, right? Yeah, it is. But he also like completely robbed Meg of a persona. <laughs> so you could, yeah. it's like in his mind. Yeah. Shout out to Meg like, White. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Meg White. I mean, the, I will always, I mean, obviously, like, he was the main creative force in the band, but, like, yeah. I think it speaks to something that, like, I think his music with the White Stripes, this previewing next week, mm-hmm. was, like, leagues above his solo stuff. So, yes. obviously, yes. there's something yes. that, yeah, like, with her, agree. like, that combination, like, makes him better. Yeah. Anyways. Bring so, yeah. Meg. We'll, we'll talk preview. about this more right. next time. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, have a good one. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.